It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I mean, to be honest, I'm very proud of um, our group, our whole organisation. Um, I think it speaks volumes of us and what we've been able to create here um, over quite a long time now. Like, I've been really lucky to see this sort of group of players come up for 10 years and now we're um, reaping all the rewards of a lot of hard work. So, obviously, personally, I'm very proud. I love, I love playing with these guys. They're my best friends and we have a really good time out there and I think that's um, why we're successful. Ashton Agar, part of the uh, successful Marsh One Day Cup team that just smashed South Australia oh. out of the whacker in front of 2,500 fans. Fantastic turnout, too. For Wednesday yeah, right. They all jumped in during their lunch break, saw the entire thing, and it then did build through the day. Went home. Josh Inglis, uh, man of the match with a uh, 130 odd. Bangers made 90. Mitch Marsh, the fastest 50. Ashton Agar, great figures. AJ Ty with stupid blonde peroxide hair. <laughs> Attention seeking, but he's still got Would, wickets. Wouldn't happen under this bloke's watch. Justin Langer joins us to talk all things cricket. J.O. must be incredibly proud. What a great performance by the boys yesterday. Yeah, so proud, guys. I, I watched, I'm actually in Adelaide at the moment. I watched the whole game and um, just the way they're going about their business. It's been, I, I listened to Ash Agar speak before I came on and he said, you know, it's been 10 years worth of work and they're, they're reaping the rewards. It's been, West Australian cricket really is the, the um, number one team in Australian cricket at the moment and for that we're all very proud. Tell us a bit about Ashton Turner and leadership and going beyond just being WA captain in regards to the white ball and he's got his way into the Shield team, I noticed, uh, going in with the final, about to be on our own doorstep again, which is great. Just tell us a bit about Ashton Turner and what, why he oozes leadership. Well, he's, he's a different uh, sort of character, actually. He's... Uh, um, he's quite introverted, um, but he's got a very good cricket brain. He also does, I mean, he's, we used to line up to watch him do the 2K time trial. Him and David Moody used to race together. He's an incredible athlete. You see the way, he, there's no better runner between the wickets in the game than Ashton Turner. Um, and he's just got great respect from the from his players. He, he loves the, the family environment. Uh, that's been created down there at the Wacker. So you know he's a he's a terrific player, but he's also a, a, a great bloke. And uh, we're seeing in his leadership how well respected he is. There's a difference, JL, between you and Goss. Right? You say introverted. Goss says boring. I said he was boring, but he fits. The, <laughs> but I say boring in the way that he's unflappable. Boring when he's captaining on the ground, he doesn't seem to get out no, of first gear. In the right way. And whether the players are getting carted around or or they're going through a bit of a bad patch in the field, he doesn't so get chilled. frazzled. He's so chilled that it's almost boring. You blokes can't have it both ways. <laughs> on the one hand, you're bagging AJ Tyfe having blonde hair and mm. too much, and now you're telling me <laughs> Justin, is boring. Like, Justin, come on. Justin, the team photo of them with the trophy, they're about mm. to have the photo and they've all got their caps on. Marcus Stoinis hasn't got his on, but I think he has a size issue, right? He, he was, <laughs> I'm hearing him. I feel that pain. The hats don't all fit, fit all sides. And AJ goes goes absolutely makes it not it makes it obvious. He takes his cap off, so he's the capless front row blonde hair peroxide. You can't tell me that's not attention seeking. No, the thing about Ashton, um, 
uh, Ash and Agar talked about, they're all best mates, yeah, and they're all a bit different. But yeah. we would have talked about this before. AJ Ty, in all my time in cricket, I've never, ever, ever met a better team man than AJ yeah. Ty. He's yeah. one of the rippers. He is one of the great blokes of cricket, West Australian cricket. Take that. So if he, wants to have, if he wants to have peroxide <laughs> blonde hair, man, you do whatever you want because yeah, everything point. else you do for the team, he is an absolute ripper. Yes, yeah. Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you speak, Jay, I will. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, all right. AJ, I know. I know you. Um, you're the last person that wants to talk about himself. I, I understand that. But are you incredibly proud? I know you haven't been WA coach for a long time, but you must be in- incredibly proud of what you set up there. And, and Voji's taken it on as well. It's just WA cricket is just something to be so proud of. No, oh, absolutely. So I think that the, you look back over the last 10 years, what's happened in the Big Bash, what's happened in the one day. I'd love. I think it, WA must have won five or six one-day tournaments, five big bash tournaments now. They won the Sheffield Shield last year. So it's just a great foundation. I mean, you go down there, it's literally like a family. And I feel it. I feel it. You know, I go back into the Wacker and it feels like I'm going home to my family. So, and to watch these, Josh Inglis yesterday, what a great kid and what a player. So... You know, if you go down the whole list of them, Mitch Marsh, he's been in the, the, the Marsh family, synonymous with West Australian cricket. Sean didn't play yesterday. He retired from one-day cricket. What he's done for West Australian cricket. Um, you know, the, Jason Berendorf, I mean, when he first started, he was a bit different. And people, oh, I'm not sure about Jason Berendorf. I think he's won five big bash tournaments now. He must have won the same amount of one-day tournaments. He's just one of the great people you meet in cricket. So it's a real family. They, they work hard and they're getting the results. So for that, as I said, we should all be really proud of it. Yeah, very much so. And it's, it's a team that uh, doesn't look out of place in regards to representing Australia to a lot of Australian content Good score. in that team. Uh, just one last one on regards to Agar, and then we'll talk about the Indian Test, which starts today at uh, the world's biggest stadium. Um, uh, Ashton Agar coming home from that tour and being told, you know, not quite ready for red ball cricket. He spoke so beautifully at the airport. They did a one-on-one, I think um, Channel 10, Ash Nelson did a one-on-one with him at the airport and he spoke so beautifully and so solid about what he had to do. I think he gained even more kudos from the public who sort of were undecided on what they thought of Ashton Agar. Do you think it was well handled? Do you think he should have gone there in the first place, especially when they threw uh, flew Kuhneman over there? Do you think it was, if Cricket Australia and Andrew McDonald and George Bailey had their time over again, they would have done it differently? Oh, it was really strange because he played, um, Agar played the last Test match in Sydney on a, on a pretty flat wicket, to be fair. And, uh, you know, he, he copped a bit of criticism. He went to India, and I was, you know, on those wickets, I wrote an article in the West about it this morning. I mean, the wickets, and we'll talk about it in a second, I'm sure. But, you know, his style of bowling, he, he, he played in the league, he trained, he missed the Big Bash finals. He trained in Sydney under the Daniel Vittori, the bowling coach. And then on those wickets, surely, surely, he would have got some had an impact as well. So he'd be really disappointed. I've spoken to him a number of times, but he is another. He's a class act. And he made a comment in that interview about, oh, it's old school not to be bitter. And I rang him about it. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, you know, I'm not going to be criticising people. I'm just going to get on, do my job. And he is a class act. 
Mate, let's talk the wicket right now, or wickets in general. There's uh, three being prepared uh, right now with no decision on which wicket they're going to use. I don't think I've seen more games being played uh, with the preparation of a wicket before a test series, and we have uh, this one with Australia and India. Yeah, like I say, uh, Scotty, I, I wrote an article in the West this morning That's about it. That, that, that there's two really unusual trends in this test series, and, th and there's been a lot of discussion about the pitches in India. Now, often there is because it's so hard to win there and they spin a lot. But the two trends are this. One, the games have, gone, have finished in two days. Three test matches have finished or just over two days. Now, that's a bit of a worrying sign. We had that test in Brisbane, which finished in just over two days as well. Extreme conditions. So the, third, the second really interesting fact is that the team who's batted first has lost the test match. Now, that never happens in India. That's almost unheard of. There's a, you know, there's a belief, if you win the toss, it's almost in India. If your team wins the toss, everyone's up eating toasted sandwiches and jumping and having a party because you know <laughs> the chances of winning have just gone through the roof. You lose the toss, everyone's going, oh, no, this is going to be a really tough five days. But what's happened in this series is the team who's won the toss and bad has lost the three test matches. That tells me that they're spinning earlier than usual. They've been more up and down um, than they usually are. You know, if, if I was India, you know, I get it. They play on spinning wickets. But these have been extreme spinning wickets. And therefore, I'm not sure which has been the better team or the worst team in the series so far. It's too hard to read. Last one for you before we let you go, and we appreciate your time, Justin. Um, the West Coast Eagles about to venture into a new season. You're on the board. What's your expectation, one, as a fan, and two, as a board member? Yeah, I, I really – we had the season launch last week, as you know, um, Goss. We had four great inductees, and they all spoke – like we're talking about West Australian cricket, they all spoke so powerfully and glowingly about the family of West Coast Eagles. And because of that – I honestly believe we'll turn it around a lot quicker than a lot of people think. So can't wait for the season to start. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting summer. Appreciate, winter. appreciate your time. Going to be a, a big one. A big one today. It starts today, the cricket, as well on SEN uh, WA and, of course, the SEN Network. Your article in the West Australian. Enjoy Adelaide. Not there's much to do in Adelaide, but enjoy yeah, what is I don't there. I well, you did wrong to have to go there, but <laughs> we hope you get over it soon. <laughs> Just got paid a lot of money. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly why. No other reason why. Justin, appreciate your time, great man. Thanks Worth for joining us. Worth every cent. <laughs> See you, man. See you. Here guys. is Justin Langer joining us. Absolutely brilliant. Let's get some news away. Look, we're, we're flat out. That is brilliant. Hey, I'm catching up for coffee with uh, Frankie Agostino after the show. Fleet Network, WO's Novated Leasing Specialist. Beauty. Save your thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au.